Well, it's finally here, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday, the end of the week. Afternoon sport here. Shad Wicker, Shane Lee here to talk about the biggest news in sport. And uh, look, I'm actually, I'm surprisingly feeling fine, Shana, despite the fact that um, I uh, had the pleasure of being on your other podcast uh, just yesterday with one Stuart McGill. A nice yes. boozy uh, lunch with Lee at, uh, is it Milson's Point? Is that where we were? At Kirribilli at a place called Bamford's. Um, a nice little wine bar. And uh, yeah, my old teammate Stuart McGill, which comes out, the Lunch with Lee special comes out on Monday. Um, we talked about all things that he's been up to, and including that unfortunate period of his life a few years ago where he got kidnapped. Man, how wild. Yeah, um, no, it, it's, you know, it was it was lovely having a lunch and having a chat, but geez, when someone starts to talk about their kidnapping, it really changes the tone of the conversation, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about your comedy and how you got into, how you got into comedy, and all of a sudden we're talking about a poor guy being hogtied. Um, yeah, it's hard to try and make comedy sound interesting when someone's talking about being <laughs> kidnapped and on their way to what they think might be their death. Yeah. But, but- uh, and then I'm just like, yeah, I had a pretty hard gig once. <laughs> I had a heckler. Have a go once, but um, yeah, it's uh, worth listening to that one. It was um, some really, really good stuff spoken about. Yeah, well, you can check it out on Monday, but uh, that's not that podcast now, mate. It's afternoon sports, yes, so it is. we've got a bit to get into. Huge, huge news in the world of tennis. Pretty much on point with what we've kind of predicted, but one of the greats is set to uh, hang up the racket. Plus, uh, controversy in NRL overnight, big controversy in the world game in football. A player's been suspended for gambling. Uh, So let's just get into it. At Gradability, we believe that every graduate should have the skills and opportunity to pursue the career of their choice. But sometimes we need help to bridge that gap. And that's where the Gradability Accelerator Plus program, or GAP program, comes in. The GAP program is designed to supplement your learning with real-life experience at one of our almost 12,000 host employers, giving you the vital experience needed to kickstart your professional career. Visit gradability.com.au for more information. Let's uh, let's start it off, Shano, with something that we've talked about a bit over this last year, uh, the concern around Rafael Nadal, mm. the injuries that he's copped at the moment and whether he would retire. I said that it would likely be this year if he decided to play again would be his last year. Uh, he's actually come out and said that uh, he's going to take this year off mm. to fully recover and do his final uh, year on the tennis circuit in 2024. God, I hope he's fit for the Australian Open. And if he is, lock me in. I'm going down to Melbourne to watch one of the final runs of one of, if not the greatest of all time. Yeah, and what a super athlete. Uh, this will be the, the first time in 19 years he's going to miss the French Open, which he's won 14 times in 19 Crazy. years. Unbelievable. Um, he was in tears um, in the press conference, and he said... He hasn't been able to play this year due to the hip injury that was sustained at the Australian Open, which has led to him pulling out for the first time in nine years at the French Open. Um, but he said, like he says, uh, he's fought too hard over his career for it for his career to end in a press conference like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's sort of bowing to say, wants to go and, and make sure he can hopefully come back and and leave on his own terms, playing on a tennis court next year. So fingers crossed. He's a superstar. He seems like a real gentleman of the game too, and um, and a, and clearly a fighter and a winner. Yeah, uh, it's going to be it's going to be pretty sad seeing Rafael go yeah. out. You know, it'd be awesome though if he does go out winning the French. Yeah, wouldn't it? What? <laughs> it 
it would be outrageous. So uh, we put his retirement plans on hold until 2024. Um, another player who's, yeah, he's got that heart. He's got that grit. He's got that determination, mate. And I will not hear another word about it. Nick Kyrgios will be missing the French Open um, due to injuries to his foot that apparently he copped uh, during, if you remember the story, uh, a bit of a robbery that happened. Do you know what? I don't really believe this. I think this is a bit of bullshit from his manager. Um, I, everyone thought that he's obviously missing the French Open because of that um, ongoing knee injury. He's yep. now looking for a bit of sympathy, I reckon, with uh, they're saying it's a foot laceration when his mum was held at gunpoint when they stole his shit uh, bright green Tesla. Mm. <laughs> um, and they're, they're talking about now that uh, that's the reason why he's missing the French Open. I reckon it's a bit of a sympathy card, I think. You reckon? I don't know. What do you reckon? Oh, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so because he could have just said knee. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like everyone would still believe me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think you have to make up a story for everyone to be like, oh, no, when he had a pretty serious knee operation then it couldn't get him back during the uh, circuit. I'm, I'm going to say I believe it. Okay. I reckon he does have a laceration on his foot well. that's struggling to heal. So, no. Nah. There you go. <laughs> Leave Nick Kyrgios <laughs> alone, all right? So, we won't see him at the French either, which is... Yeah, a bit of a blow for the tournament, but like we said, we're in the transition stage now to try and find some of the new big names to keep people enthralled in tennis. Turning over to the uh, football, uh, the Champions League. Wowee. Real Madrid barely even turned up against Man City. This Man City side has really turned on the Jets since overtaking Arsenal in the EPL. Now it's just expanded out to the Champions League as well. Well, 4-0. They smashed him. Uh, two early goals. And then, look, 4-0 was probably a, a, a pretty uh, pretty light on uh, Real Madrid, who could have easily lost 6-0 there. They're saying this uh, performance by Man City is uh, probably the greatest performance under coach Pep Guardiola. And um, and I, I have to agree. It was... Um, they were very, they were clinical. They showed up like they were going to win, and and Real Madrid, which is a yeah one of the greatest clubs in the world, were never in the game. There was absolute flogging. Yeah, Man City would be odds on favourites to take this bad boy yeah. out uh, yeah. in the next stage. Uh, also sticking with um, with football, Brentford's uh, Ivan Tony. A suspended player in the Premier League for breaching the uh, betting rules. This has happened across a bunch of sports this year. Mm. Um, and do you know the details on this? Well, I know that this guy has scored the third most goals in the Premier League this season, and he's been charged with 262 breaches of the betting code. Um, 30, 30 have been dismissed, and he's admitted to the, the other 232. Um, so he's obviously betting on, on matches that he's involved in. Or not involved. Do you reckon it's his involved in? Because the rules are you're not allowed to bet on ma- matches in general. So yeah. I wonder if it's well, it more because be. just for the sheer amount of breaches, it seems like he's just been betting on games. Yeah, but it's just like, why would you do it? When you're, you're the number three goal scorer in the EPL, you're worth a fortune anyway. But now he's been banned for eight months, so he'll miss the remaining two games for Brentford this year and half of the next season. That's crazy light, though, don't you think? Like when oh, you think that light. other sports, like in. Like in the uh, in the US, in the NFL, they had uh, some players that were caught gambling mm. um, on NFL games. Some were caught doing it inside the facility for the Detroit Lions, and a few of them were banned for 12 months, so they miss a year of their career. Yeah, 
Well, he's been fined $93,000, which you think for what he earns per week, that's nothing. Mm. And, you know, you think he's probably made a lot more out of these bets than $93,000, and he gets a little short holiday. It's, uh, yeah, I think it's very light. Yeah, well, it's just wild, isn't it? you got all this money yeah. and you still take the risk. Uh, look, yeah. we're going to take a quick break, and then we've got to talk AFL. Um, that Hawks-Hawthorne saga is now finally in the headlines. Mm. But, uh, geez, it's causing a lot of issues now. We'll talk about that next. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. All right, Shano, look, we have spoken about this a few times with the AFL trying to be very distracting with different announcements. Uh, We're all wondering what was happening with this Hawthorne investigation that seemingly hit a snag about a month or so ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now we're seeing some... I feel, and maybe I'm just wrong because I'm not entirely... I'll admit it, AFL is a little bit of a blind spot in sport for me. But Mm -hmm. am I wrong in saying... You know, all of this drama that's happened, we've got Clarkson, who has taken indefinite leave from North Melbourne now to focus on his mental and physical well-being, is the quote, uh, all because of what's going on with this investigation. We've had a former Hawks great in Jordan Lewis absolutely slam the club for their handling of the situation. Mm. But for someone like me, who's not entirely engrossed in AFL, it feels like this noise has happened after absolutely nothing happening. Like, I'm a little bit like, where's this blow-up when I've heard nothing of this investigation until now for about six months well it's not the afl bringing it to a head that's that's the thing that's why you haven't heard much and this is more of just the ongoing sort of um people saying stuff directly and 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 behind in the media like we, we talk about why are they doing this and why they're not bringing it to a head and clearly alistair clarkson has just really struggled with it personally he's always um maintained his innocence in this and he took over. It's a really tough role taking over North Melbourne, the club that was last the last two years in a row, and they performed fairly well this year. But yeah, he's obviously the emotional toll on him has just hit, hit, hit the roof, and, and he needs to take some time off. So Brett Ratton, the assistant coach, will take over in his absence. So um, clearly, it's uh, there's a lot more pressure being put on him now. Is that because? He does feel he's guilty. I don't know, but he's always said he's innocent. So um, either way, he's going through a pretty tough time. Sorry, did you say North Melbourne doing pretty well? They've lost five in a row, mate. Yeah, but they're doing better than they were last <laughs> last couple of years and how the players are performing on the field. Yeah, right. Um, they've changed a lot the way they're playing. And I think there are some green shoots there, but there's still a long way to go. Still a long way to go. I mean, look, it's, it's kind of, I guess one of the only positives is when there's noise now that we might actually see a little bit more yep. happen here. I'm more, like, I know he's maintained his innocence and, that, and I'm 100% you've got to wait until the investigation comes out. But I really think some, like something's gone wrong in the in the process in this club like there is something that has happened in yeah, the, in that yeah. period of time during these coaches mm-hmm. tenure whether yeah. they're involved or not remains to be a you know that's all to be investigated but there's definitely something that's happened this much noise and, this much like impact on people yeah. doesn't yeah. come from a red Nothing. herring you know, like you know no, like there, something's gone on and that's what I'm like kind of like if there's one positive if there's so much noise now maybe we will finally get Fast forward into a 
into a resolution, but at the same time, it seems like there's a lot of issues with certain parties not cooperating in how Hawthorne's trying to investigate this whole situation. But and and whether he's been told something behind the scenes that this is now coming to a head and you're going to be charged, and that's the reason why he's just overwhelmed and has to take time off. That is potentially what what could be happening. But you're right, mate. Ignorance is not an excuse, and something has happened on on his watch. Um, and you know whether that's right or wrong in his eyes, um, a lot of people have been affected, and people want answers. Now, uh, to turn it a little bit away from the Hawthorne saga here, and more to the AFL at large this weekend, we'll keep the the ruse in. Uh, we'll keep the, yeah, we'll keep North Melbourne in <laughs> in the scopes here. I've got mates that are saying, "Wow, six six dollars, or it might even be up now after Clarkson." Uh, stepping mm-hmm. down is bloody good money for a North Melbourne win over your Swans. What do you say to that prediction? Oh, God. No, I think we'll flog them. I think we'll flog wow, them. Wow, actually, but- I'm just looking at the moment that North Melbourne have actually come down. Yeah. They were six dollars and five cents yesterday. They're down to five seventy five on one betting app that I use. So <laughs> you reckon you guys are gonna flog Melbourne North Melbourne? Because I tell you what, if talk about two teams that everyone would forgive North Melbourne getting pumped by the Swans this weekend. Yep. But yep. we, if your Swans lose, Ugh. oh, my God, yeah. ring the alarm. Lucky, lucky I'm flying overseas tomorrow, <laughs> mate. I don't have to watch it. Oh, dear. <laughs> nervous. Surely you're nervous. Yeah. There's a little bit of, yeah, yeah, you're nervous, are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, let's turn to the NRL. Last night, uh, the Panthers took on the Broncos and delivered the Bronx their second straight NRL loss. Mm. This game, 15-6, to six, I believe it was in the end. It, it, the Bronx didn't score until the second half, um, but it wasn't without trying. A couple of uh, interesting decisions by the bunker. Had Kevy uh, biting his tongue in some moments and not in others. Mm. I mean, how can we not call a double movement on Taruva oh, in that corner yeah, there? That's look, textbook. Yeah, it looked like a double movement to me. Indigenous round here. There was two versus three built up to be a pretty close game. Shadow, we have been saying for a while, the Broncos, this period of the year is always a real issue for them, particularly around state of origin. Um, are the wheels starting to fall off like they did last year? It appears so. Uh, but the Panthers look good. Dylan Edwards, i tell you what, if, um, if if Tedesco wasn't captain of the state of origin, he's got to be a chance to play, I reckon, because um, he's bit, much better form than uh, than Teddy is. But Cleary, to me, what, what a great game he had. He's in top top form now that step off the left foot just went straight through and and cut the Broncos up the guts was uh was a great try I thought yeah I I mean I wish that we didn't have these issues with the bunker though because it would have been a very interesting game I think the Broncos are fair to be thinking a little bit hard done by there like the defense Mm -hmm. that that Cleary step that broke him was after some really good defense by the Bronx which would have been just heartbreaking that an inside step around I think it was Jordan Ricky that got stuck in the mud um, in that play, like man, it'd just be devastating. I'm not, yeah. I'm not willing to say the wheels have fallen off the Broncos, but it is two losses at the worst possible time for them because That's they right. are going yeah. to lose a few over the Origin break. It's great for me as a Warriors fan because the Wars get to play the Broncos when they're slightly mm. depleted, I believe. Um, so that'll be handy for the Wars. Uh, it, it's going to be, it's the classic story of the Bronx every year. It's really going to be how this team bounces back after the origin period. They need to string together a couple of wins during this period because they've lost two going into it. With that said, they've still got, you know, top record in the comp. Like, 
Like, yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. So it's like, but yeah, we're sitting there going, oh, the wheels are falling off. Well, yeah, it's two losses, but they've been riding high. They're still on. I mean, Panthers are now above them, obviously. They've slipped down to third, but they've still got four still losses eight, still on the eight, year. Still eight, eight, eight wins out of 12, yeah. Four so losses the, on the, the year, the, and they haven't had a bye. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's 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 the press conference at the end where Walters, the coach, and you can just see the way he's starting to get angry himself. He reminds me a bit of Ricky Stewart. <laughs> oh, Kevy. Um, just look, the look on his face, like, here we go again. You can see he's frustrated. And when that happens, the team start to panic themselves and uh, they're getting nervous of the coach again. And they, de- they tend to fall away when that happens. Well, they've got a few games they can get up for with the Broncos over the next few weeks. Obviously, the Wars take them on when they're depleted. They'll have the Sharks. That'll be a tough Storm. one. The Knights, who are starting to crack back into form. Titans should be a win for them. But they'd want to be hitting their form before they play at the Gabba against the Dolphins, which is their home game, the Broncos' home yep. game, that has moved to the Gabba because of the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup. So mm. they're going to want to be informed by the time we get through June. So it'll be interesting to see. Quickly on Origin before we uh, move on, uh, another Queensland great, uh, one of the workhorses of this Origin side since 2017, Josh Papali'i has said that yeah. he's retired from State of Origin, which will make way for what I think will be a Corey Horsburgh, a Collins, um, a Welsh-type uh, name to... Slot Collins, back into I the side. Yeah. I think yeah. it's off, yeah. yeah. I think it has to be Collins that, that takes yeah. up that role. But yeah, they're missing. They're going to lose a guy that really loved doing dirty meters, Papa Lee. Yeah, he did. He was one. What, of a, the what, a, what a great footballer, and uh, he, he can definitely uh, retire from rep football uh, with his head held high. He's a, a superstar. Interesting thing about Papa Lee, I, I read actually, is that since 2017, when he was healthy, he was always picked. Mm. So the only time he ever missed was because he was injured. From yeah. 2017, yep. so like an unreal career as a forward for State of Origin, uh, but yeah, it's great that he's going to. Um, it's unfortunate that he's going to retire, but Queensland are going to win three straight. Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, quickly before we wrap up, the NBA is in full swing at the moment. We have got the conference finals taking place right now. I'll get a quick previ- uh, prediction for you. Uh, from you for the NBA Conference Finals. We've got a couple of games over the weekend taking place. Obviously, at the time of this recording, the uh, Nuggets and Lakers are about to get started. Nuggets are up 1-0. What do you think? Lakers bounce back here or what? Well, I hope so. But I think you and I did predict that the the Lakers could go all the way. They've got to get past this Nuggets side. And the Nuggets were bloody good in that first game, 132 to 126. They look good. They're they're a real fighting side, aren't they? And um, I'd love to see the Lakers bounce back in game two here. But, you know, it's the Nuggets are a good side. They, they have a tendency to be able to win um, and just get the job done. Yeah, it's going to be interesting here, isn't it? Because the Nuggets won game one, which mm. uh, was at home as well. So they get back-to-back at home, a bit of an advantage there. Yep. And then the fascinating thing on the other side of the draw is you've got the Celtics v Heat, and the Heat put it to the Celtics um, and got up in the first game as a little bit of an upset. So Mm. both sides of the draw are looking really exciting in the NBA. I think Lakers will bounce back here. I think they might. Okay. I think they might be able to pull pull one over the Nuggets here. With that said, the Nuggets get the two game advantage because they finished at the top. So I mean, it's not the end of the world if the Lakers lose this one and go down two nil. Um, I mean, LeBron has come back from <laughs> come back from three one before. So I think uh, it'll be a great one to watch later on today. It's going to be a great one to watch. I'm going to be uh, getting my popcorn out and ready to go in, in a few minutes' time. 
Well, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you're listening. And before we go, of course, a big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet, the only betting app you'll ever need, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's one you can use to put Hawthorne on uh, for the win there over the Swans this weekend. That'll <laughs> yeah. be great. We'll be back on Monday with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Hi, it's David Poir here, host of the Employability Podcast. We have a new season of episodes for you to listen to. So if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world, tune in. On the pod, we talk to a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in Australia. Find the Employability Podcast on any podcast app and click to follow. Follow.